Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So I am in the middle of a short series on how to be devoted to the things that matter most. And again, the inspiration with, for this series, I, I received an amazing note from my podcast producer, Ruby, who I really love. And she said, you know, I would really love for you to do a series and talk about how you set your mind to things, how you stay determined to do the things you do. And when I hear a comment like that, it always makes, makes me think about habits, right? And so yesterday we talked about inspiration because here's the thing with being devoted to something, being devoted to a habit, to an experience, right? It has to start with inspiration. And here's what I mean by that. It must light you up. Now, here are some examples I gave deciding to do a podcast, deciding to become a life coach, deciding to do a weekly newsletter, um, deciding to be someone who exercises five days a week or who eats a certain way or who puts aside time every day to learn and to read and to podcast and to make time for friends and deep, meaningful connections, right? It, you can't force yourself to be devoted to things. It's, it, it has to light you up or it doesn't. Okay. And it's that like feeling like you're electric, you're animated, you've come alive. That's being lit up. So yesterday we talked about that animation or that being lit up as the first ingredient in a signature cocktail that will allow you to create an intoxicating life because you show up as someone who is devoted to the things you choose, okay? How you spend your limited time and energy. So here's what I want to talk to you about today. Today's the second ingredient. And actually the second and the third ingredients of a signature cocktail always go hand in hand. They're more of a fusion, if you will. So for example, I mentioned that when a mixologist creates a new concoction, right? They always start with the liquor, the spirit, right? And we talked about that yesterday. And that's that inspiration that, you know, that whatever it is that lights you up. Well, then the mixologist will consider a hint of sweet and a touch of sour. And those two go together. And the hint of sweet is typically a simple syrup that's infused with something. Um, It could be some sort of a fruit juice. The sour is very often a citrus, a lemon, a lime. It might even be a bitter. And both are equally important because it's the fusion of the two. It's how they juxtapose one another that really brings out the flavor of the signature cocktail. Okay. So we also have a sweet and sour. This is how it works. You are lit up by something. And best example that is coming to mind right now. Okay, no, I'm going to stick with the cocktail theme, of course, right? So 
These days, there are so many different types of bars. So we just got back from my favorite college town, San Luis Obispo. And if you walk the downtown area, there are so many different types of bars. There you can find a craft cocktail bar. In fact, we went to one, we had a sidecar, you know, phenomenal. You're going to find a dive bar. You're going to find, you might find like a cowboy honky-tonk bar. You might find something that's more of a cocktail lounge. You're definitely going to find a wine bar, right? There's all of these different types of bars. And so walking down that main street, I always know the type that I'm going to go into. And it's because when I walk by it, the vibe lights me up, right? And then I'm going to get inside And now that I'm in the door, um, I'm going to find a place to sit. I'm going to order off the menu. I am going to enjoy my time or my experience with whoever I'm with, right? Okay, so back to us. You have a sweet and sour emotional theme. We all do. And once you identify your fusion of the sweet theme and the sour theme, it has such an impact on your life, it's a game changer. My personal theme is a balance of satisfaction and frustration. And sometimes the frustration tips into more of like a a simmering anger or an impatience. And here's how I use those themes, okay? So let's go back to something that lit me up to be devoted to, podcasting. Love, love, love it, right? Well, on the satisfaction front, I love using my voice to teach, to coach, to inspire, to instigate, to disrupt, right? I find that incredibly satisfying. But if we're looking at doing a daily podcast as a habit, I had to set up the creation of this podcast in a satisfying way so that the experience would be satisfying so that I could stick to it and be devoted to it and I could make it sustainable. Here's what that looks like. I do really quick little episodes. I have the freedom to do one at a time. If I'm going to be out of town and, you know, last year my family and I, we took almost a two-week vacation and I think I did like 15 of them in one sitting before I left. But because they're so short and because I get to choose what I talk about, it is really satisfying to do it. I can do it at any time of day. Right now I'm recording it in my car of all places. It's just very sustainable for me. It doesn't mean that it's easy or simple. It's still challenging. I still have to be creative. I still have to really like bring my full focus and devotion to it, but it's easeful, right? I'm not trying to do this on a video screen, um, you know, at two in the afternoon when I'm exhausted and make myself dress up in some fancy outfit. No, I'm sitting here in my pajamas in my truck recording a podcast. I mean, how great can that be, right? So I know how to keep this experience of being a podcaster very satisfying. But here's where the sour emotional thing comes in. Anytime I start to tip into frustration or impatience with any habit, but right now, obviously, we're talking about podcasting. This is what I know is happening for me. 
I am forcing, I am pushing, or I am pressuring myself to do something too soon, too fast, or I'm trying to do too much. Okay. And anytime that that is true, it's always because my inner critic in my mind is driving the bus. So when I get frustrated, I know that it's time to pause. It's time to take a break. It's time to get really curious about what that chatter is in my brain. Okay. Sometimes it's in the form of, oh my God, you got to hurry up. You got to hurry up. You got to get this done. You got to get this done. You have so much to do today. Other times it's in the form of, oh my God, why are you even talking about this? Like you, you don't know what you're talking about. Like you're not an expert. Like people are going to think you're so stupid. It's, it could be a whole shit show of inner critic chatter, right? Sometimes it's in the flavor of feeling inadequate. Other times I'm trying to do something perfectly. Still other times I might be feeling guilty that I, you know, something's going on in my own life and I've made it all my fault. And then, you know, I'm so focused on that. I can't create what I need to do for the podcast. Still other times it might be because I'm restless and I'm having trouble sitting still long enough to focus. Like there's so many different things, but here's what's beautiful about the frustration. Before I understood that this was part of my emotional coupling, right? My emotional fusion, my themes. I used to force myself to work harder when I got frustrated. I used to push harder. I used to move faster. And that never served me. I I was in burnout a lot of the time. I was depleted. I was exhausted. Um, creating work that I just wasn't real excited about and I definitely didn't find satisfying. So figuring out your emotional theme or flavor, that fusion, it is a game changer. I learned that about myself by studying that personal development tool, that tool I've mentioned so many times, human design. And The fastest way to figure out your emotional flavor and then to kind of try to like experiment with it and play with it is go and get a free chart. Get your free human design chart. It doesn't matter where you get it. Just go get that chart. And on that chart, you're going to see what they call your type. You might be a generator or a manifesting generator. I'm a manifesting generator. And it all all that refers to is kind of how we we show up in our life, how we move through the world, right? And if you are a generator or a manifesting generator, you too are going to have that fusion of satisfaction and frustration to play with, okay? You may instead figure out that you are a projector. And if that is your type, your emotional fusion is going to be more of the variety of a feeling successful, tipping into feeling like bitter or resentful. So that's kind of the emotional flavor that's really going to be impactful for you to experiment with. If you're a manifester, okay, your emotional flavor is going to be more of the feeling peaceful and content versus angry variety. 
And if you're a reflector, your emotional flavor is going to be of the feeling like delight, feeling surprise versus feeling like really disappointed. Now, that doesn't mean that based on your type, you're never going to feel all the other emotions. It doesn't mean that at all. What it does mean, though, is it puts front and center in your life. Like I said, guys, this fusion of sweet and sour that I really think if you look back over the course of your life, you will see experiences in which you felt these two emotional flavors. And if you are willing to spend some time and get curious about why, it will be a game changer for you right? That's what all of this is about. It's not about giving you a label. It's not about putting you in a box. It's not about saying this is what you should do. Never. It's about giving you something to respond to and think about and get curious about and experiment with to bring to your life, to make your life that much more intoxicating, to use my favorite word. So, Tomorrow, I'm going to come back with the fourth ingredient, okay? And in the signature cocktail, the fourth ingredient is the garnish. It's not an afterthought. It's just as important as the alcohol, the liquor, as the sweet, as the sour. So tomorrow, I'm going to come back, talk about the garnish, and how that relates to being devoted to the things in your life that light you up because they matter most. All right, everyone, as always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.